Hi, and welcome to Seen and Heard. My name is Allison Tristo, and I'm the Community Field Representative for Western United Dairies. Today, Anya Radabal, the CEO of Western United Dairies, is coming on the podcast to give an update on AB 554. So let's get into it. Hope you had a great week. This is another little rough one for our dairy markets. General malaise just is hanging over most of our commodities, in particular cheese. We saw block cheddar cheese drop to one thirty-seven fifty. The first time we've seen blocks below a dollar forty since May of twenty twenty. Barrels fared a little bit better. They uh, held at one fifty-two fifty, but that was still down four and a half cents for the week. As such, Class 3 futures um, took a hit sort of across the entire curve of 2023, although I will say Q4 levels are still at quite a premium. If you haven't done any risk management, you might want to take a look out there. We were expecting USDA to uh, announce the awards for their latest cheese solicitation, um, but they did not. Apparently, that was pushed back to hopefully next week sometime. The solicitation did aim to purchase up to 47 million pounds of cheese. We just don't know if they will end up buying that much and over what time period. And that in particular is probably the most piece of informa- most important piece of information. So stay tuned on that. Over in the grain markets, it really remains all about weather. Uh, right now, conditions are a little bit dry. Um, quite a bit of the crop is in areas that are abnormally dry or in moderate drought conditions. So uh, grains did in the week higher as we head into a three-day weekend. Definitely some risk premium built back up due to weather. Still early in the season, hopefully some weather will come in and we'll have a much better July and uh, things will calm down. But for now, markets remain quite volatile. We do get a number of reports next week. We'll get milk production report for the month of May on Wednesday as well as a new look at cold storage or inventory levels on Friday. Markets are closed on Monday the 19th. Please reach out if you have any questions. Yosemite Farm Credit is the farmer's choice for agriculture financing. As a farmer-owned cooperative, we are dedicated to serving our neighbors in the agriculture community with financial products and services tailored to your operation and backed with the relationship you can trust. Whether you're purchasing real estate, making improvements to the dairy, or wanting to purchase or lease equipment, we're here to help our members prosper. Visit our website at yosemitefarmcredit.com to find a branch location nearest you. Pacific Gas and Electric is here to remind you that signs keep you safe. Sections of our natural gas transmission pipeline travel underground and beneath agricultural land. For the safety of you, your family, and your employees, pipeline markers are placed to indicate the approximate location of the pipe as a reminder to use extra care. Removing a pipeline marker creates a serious safety hazard. To have additional markers placed or report damaged or missing markers, please call your PG&E account manager or our Agricultural Customer Service Center at 877-311-3276. To learn more, visit www.pge.com slash agsafety. Remember, signs keep you safe.
So Anya, you're here today to give us an update on AB 554. Uh, can you start by just giving us a recap of what this bill was and um, give like a little summary of what was going on? Definitely. AB 554 um, kind of rose out of the ashes. The Animal Legal Defense Fund has been a con constant thorn in a dairy farmer's side since its existence. It exists existentially to put farmers and ranchers, fairs and zoos out of business. And they have a very, um, I think, lucrative business model with the SPCA in order to facilitate that, which is, I think, unfortunate because most of the public thinks that the SPCA is uh, mostly a, a charitable um, animal welfare, um, you know, stray pets organization. And, and that's certainly what they want you to think. But this year saw a lot of activity with Western and a broad coalition of um, antagonists trying to help defeat a bill that became known as AB 554. Uh, Assemblymember Gabriel, who's uh, from Silicon Valley in California, decided to, um, I think, take some, some of the talking points that ADLF put in front of him on face value. I don't know that he'll do that again. But generally speaking, the bill um, sought to uh, enable SPCAs and or their humane officers to litigate alleged violations of any law affecting animals in a civil court. This is very different um, right now. Most animal cruelty and um, allegations of cruelty are handled in a criminal court. And so this essentially allowed that right to rescue. We've talked about it before in the podcast, but the right to rescue is a concept introduced in 2018 in California, where if you are a passerby and you, you witnessed what you believe is animal cruelty, you can essentially um, go forward and, for example, break the window of a car to let out a hot dog. Um, and so anti-animal ag coalitions, including ADLF and others, namely DXC, have decided to use that right to rescue law and try to offer many violations what they feel are animal cruelty. And essentially, they feel that even um, holding in any animals in captivity, including uh, domestic pets, um, anything in a fair or zoo, but especially um, animals in production agriculture is a direct violation of the animal's rights. So, um, it's a challenge because the way AB 554 was introduced and subsequently we'll talk about how Western killed it. Um, it was introduced to allow a very low bar of virtually affiliated individuals to create something called an SPCA, a society prevention for the prevention of cruelty to animals. And it allowed and gave that, that civil authority to the SPCAs to then litigate these alleged violations. And so, if you had just, you know, a bunch of basement dwellers all getting together on the internet, deciding to create an SPCA for this explicit, explicit purpose of filing allegations against, oh, I don't know, a passing dairy, um, I think that this is where we saw major threats to it. When we conferred with the author and the staff, they were very insistent that the bill was only aimed at um, protecting cruelty around domestic animals. Uh, Western, along with our partners, uh, the California Cattlemen's Association, introduced amendments to the bill 
that clarified that and the sponsors, ADLF, flat out rejected those amendments. And so that's when we knew it was on like Donkey Kong. We knew that this bill was what it, we thought it was. So there was a number of areas that we attacked the bill on. That was the first one and also the one that I think um, really uh, showed the authors what what the sponsors were trying to do here. So there was a number of ways that we went about issuing floor alerts to the assembly. Um, we did not have to go to the Senate on this bill, thankfully. Um, but we also really brought in a lot of lawyers. We brought in the Fairs Association. We partnered with California Poultry Federation, the Farm Bureau, the Rodeo Association, Western Justice, um, Ag Council of California, and the California Authority on Racing Fairs. We knew that um, even any aspect of you know animal um, either captivity or production agriculture was going to be affected. And so ultimately what happened when uh, our amendments were rejected, that caused a tremendous kerfuffle. But at the end of the day, Assemblyman Gabriel pulled the bill for consideration. And so we're very proud to report that this bill is not in action. does not mean that next year it doesn't get reintroduced again. But uh, for the moment, uh, Western, um, along with our partners, achieved a serious victory here. Awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to leave with the producers? Well, I think that um, Western does a lot of work behind the scenes to keep dairy farmers dairying. And this is a really good example of an ROI for your membership dollar. Um, we are paid to watch your back in the Capitol. There are a number of these types of animal rights bills that have come up over the course of my time here with Western, almost eight years, and we've killed every single one of them. And so I just, it's challenging to demonstrate always the ROI on something that might happen or could have happened if we had not prevented it. But I think this was a really good case of a lot of member, we had a lot of member engagement on this. We set up some pretty good resources on our website, uh, wudairies.com. You can still see some of that now. You can see who was involved, who our partners were, and what our amendments said. Um, our team created a fantastic like legal timeline of how the ADLF kept losing court cases based on not having civil standing, which is why they felt the need for this, for this new law. Um, and so we outlined our opposition letter in there, but I, I just would like to impress upon members that there are anywhere between 24 and 50 bills that we tend to directly engage in every single year. Some of them are much more um, directly uh, and dramatically affecting dairy farmers than others, um, but this was one where we saw the clear threat to animal agriculture and we needed to defend that turf. So. They will be back, I'm sure, um, although I think that Assemblymember Gabriel is uh, not going to be fooled into thinking that, you know, this this was certainly sold to him as a bill that was going to prevent animal cruelty. Um, he, he was not aware of, I think, the, the politics involved in the anti-animal ag um, sector. But they will be back along with the many plant-based bills that we continue to kill for you, and we'll have an update on some of those towards the end of the year. But this kind of goes into the pile of uh, folks that just really um, don't like dairy, don't like beef. Um, they don't like the production agriculture aspect of that. And so they are um, always getting a little smarter in how they mm -hmm. present their legal arguments. So 
if any of our members ever want to get more involved, a lot of the support and a lot of the success we have in the Capitol comes from you. Um, it comes from having folks know that there's a face to the dairy industry, not just, you know, some paid shill that walks the Capitol. So um, I always encourage member involvement. And if you have more questions about AB 554, um, certainly hit me up for more for more questions. Awesome. Well, thank you, Anya, for coming on and giving that update. It's a good update to hear. It's a good update. Um, we don't always have good updates, but this one was a really good update. Thanks, Anya, for taking the time to come on the podcast. And thank you to those who are listening. If you would like a notification when a new episode releases, you could subscribe to the podcast. Thank you. Did you know that you can turn your dairy manure into cash? Bennett Environmental is offering above-ground dairy digesters at no cost to you. These systems can also remove nitrates from your lagoons to help you comply with water board regulations. Our proven above-ground technology will generate income for your dairy into the foreseeable future. Because we truck the renewable natural gas off-site, your dairy can profit regardless of your location. Bennett Environmental, turning your wastewater liabilities into sustainable assets. Learn more at bennett-environmental.com. Are you tired of hearing that the main way to save water is fallowing? Are you tired of seeing articles about how alfalfa and corn waste water? At Common Good Water, we combine the best-in-class subsurface drip system and precision crop management services, including pest control. Our verification program qualifies for public funding, and we want to help you continue farming in California. Contact your groundwater sustainability agency and ask how you can work with Common Good Water. Visit commongoodwater.com. Thank you to the Western United Dairy's generous business sponsors, the Morning Star Company, Holt of California, Farm Credit Alliance, PG&E, Arata, Swingle, Van Egmond and Goodwin Law Offices, Yosemite Farm Credit, F&R Ag Services, Moss Energy Works, California Dairy Magazine, Bennett Environmental, and Common Good Water. We appreciate our sponsors and thank them for their continued support. While Western United Dairies respects the varied views of our guests, please note that the opinions expressed in the Seen and Heard podcast may not necessarily reflect the positions of the Western United Dairies Board of Directors or our sponsors. If you would like more information on how to sponsor Western United Dairies or this podcast, please send us an email at info at wudairies.com.